The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by UnityVillage.org. Songwriter Karen Drucker returns to Unity Village with A Woman's Time Out Retreat, September 19th to 22nd. Learn more at UnityVillage.org forward slash events calendar. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have you right here with us today. I wouldn't want you to be anywhere else during these unprecedented times because it's Monday and that within itself, historically, has had its own weight, hasn't it? Just Monday and coming off of that weekend and going back into a routine, whether you love it or you're just kind of, you know, meandering through it, trying to find your passion. It's Monday, but it's Monday in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and we are still here, and so are you. So we're happy to know that today on our show, as we do every day, we're going to talk about developing a concept called peace and weaving it into your everyday process. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And, you know, I usually say, can you even imagine such a thing? But I want to change that right now and say, I want you to imagine such a thing. I want you to put yourself in that space of being whole, being complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality and thriving, not surviving, thriving in the midst of that wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken totality, peace, you, me, every day. So yes, you know you can have it. Yes, you know you deserve it. And yes, you know that we are going to work together today on this show to bring you the topics and the guest to partner with you as you develop and create your life of peace every day. I'm having some technical difficulty. Um, okay, so here we are. And I think I'm back up. I hope you, I hope I didn't bleep out for too long. But I have a fabulous guest for you all today. I am honored to bring her to you. She is a voice of calm in the midst of chaos. You know how that always happens, right? There is chaos. There are things happening. But in the midst of all of that, there are people, you probably may be one of them, who have a sense of calmness, as though they've been put there for this purpose for such a time as this. And so I'm super, super excited to introduce Valder Beebe. Valder Beebe is what I call a radio talk show host, media host icon, meaning she's everywhere. Her name is Balder Beebe. She's everywhere. You probably know the name as well as I do. Um, she has been in broadcast news probably longer than 2002, but that's what I have in my notes. The Balder Beebe show has been on with a focus on self-improvement, spirituality, and literature with today's trends. 
she is her show is the recipient of the 2019 Aquarius LLC Award Best Spiritual Talk Show Award. The Valda BB Show guest includes celebrities, top medical experts, and industry titans. She is ranked as an influencer and as as a disruptor of spiritual help media. I want to talk about that a little bit too. She's just phenomenal. She's everywhere and she gives me a sense of calm and I know she will do that for you as well. Welcome to the Drayvon James Show and Everyday Peace, Valder. We're so happy to have you. Dr. James, thank you so very much for that warm and wonderful welcome. I am just so honored to be here that you allowed me to intersect with your audience at this day and this time. Oh, you know, when you said that, I heard that for such a time as this. Yes, yes, we are honored to have you. And I want to start at the very beginning because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We got an hour together today. But you, um, hopefully there are people today who need to be encouraged in lots of ways. And I know that there are. But one way that you speak to um, me as as an entrepreneur, as an inspirational speaker, as a woman, is that you have such a wide range of, uh, of success and what you've done in your business as a host in the media field. Give us some background about how you became to be the Valder BB that we know and love today. Well, everything is divine. If you allow the divine to lead you, you will follow. And my path, I'm just simply following the path that God laid out for me. Didn't have any idea I would end up where I'm currently at. And I have not always been here. I come from the high-tech segment. I worked in uh, technology for quite a while. My degree is in technology. Enjoyed what I was doing. But one day, a friend of mine had a radio show, and she was having some uh, difficulties with her car. And she knew I was a listener of her show, and she asked me, could I fill in for her? Not always been a guest, but I had never been a host. Didn't even have personal aspirations. And so the radio station was close to my home, so I told her, I said, well, if you give me a little guidance and direction, I'll fumble my way through it. I filled in for her on a Saturday. That following Monday, she told me that the ratings went through the roof. It was the best her show had ever been. She loved it. She loved it. And she wanted to give me her show because she said she could always get another show on that station because she had a great relationship with the owner. And that's how I started the Valder Beebe show. Someone gave me a show. I just simply went in there being my best. Because when you have a connection to God, no matter what you do, whether you pick up trash off the ground or host a radio show, it doesn't matter. You always bring your best. And that's what I did. And that led me to this portion of my path. This kind of changed the whole trajectory of my, my path at that time. Wow. You know, as you were saying that there was a phrase my mom used to say when we were kids, she would say, it doesn't matter whether you're the president of the United States or a ditch digger, you do it to the best of your ability. Right. And I am a firm believer in that, you know, whatever you give, you give a hundred percent. It may not be the top, you know, it may, you, it may not be the top, but it is a hundred percent that you have to give at that moment. And then when you do that, right, the universe, God loves on you and says, okay, you did your absolute best. Now I'm going to give you a little bit more skill. I'm going to give you a little bit more support and you're going to do even better. So I love that. And I, what I love too, 
is that you got here because you first went to serve and to be of service and to be of aid and help to someone, right? Because she called, she called you in her hour of need and said, Hey, Balder, can you go over and do this? And you had, you know, and you went, you went not even knowing, it's like, I don't know how to do this, but I'll, I'll go and I'll do the best to be a placeholder for you. Not knowing that God was calling you to another season. Let's spend a little time there because I know in our lives, especially during this COVID-19, many people will find that um, God will be calling them to a new journey. You know, in one way or another, maybe they'll be called to help and find that that becomes their passion or maybe the situation that they were in before will not come back in the way that it was prior to COVID-19. Either way, the Lord will be moving them on to venture out to do something new. How is it in the flesh? Because I know the spirit is willing sometimes, but the flesh is weak and stubborn. How is it that... Um, how was it to make that transition from the high tech industry into the, the media hosting? Um, lovely. And why? And what I mean by lovely is, God told me, and He tell He tells everyone this: everything I had ever done prepared me for that moment. So I just brought everything of who I was to that moment where I had initially learned how to operate equipment. I had learned how to be a great customer service person. I had learned how to work with clients. All of that just came to, it's like the next job, if you could look at it like that. You just bring all of yourself. You bring the best of yourself, and you will flourish in that, that position that you move to. And, of course, lots of prayer, lots of prayer, because that was a new field for me. But I was—I never felt I was alone. I never felt that God had abandoned me, like threw me in that job and says, "Good luck, kid." I never <laughs> felt like that. I always felt that this was the next thing, and God trusted me so much to do this, and that I could change people's lives. That's a big responsibility. Words have power, and I've always known this. I was a little kid of the bookmobile. I was a little kid that read a lot. I'm an adult who reads a lot. But I know the power of words. Words can build up and words can kill. So I was just basically in the next evolution of who God created me to be. And that I did know, Dr. James. Oh, I love that. You know, uh, I'm reminded also, they said that the tongue is the most powerful of tools, right? It has the power to kill and it has the power to resurrect, right? And so we have to utilize it to resurrect. We always want to be in that position that we are bringing life to something. And you definitely have brought life um, to uh, the media through your spirituality and bringing it so openly to your programs. I think it's just a delight. It is a wonderful delight. So part of me still is still on this part of the faith walk, because I do have the opportunity to talk to a lot of people. And I realized that even in my own life, I had been stuck uh, between uh, having a great vocation that I was really good at that provided services. Many people know I've been a pharmacist and, and for 30 years and then making the transition to what I felt I was being called to do. And actually, I felt I was being always initially called to inspirational speaking but because of other conditionings in my life, I felt, oh, I'm good at math and science. Let me go forward in this. But is it 
was it difficult for you to to say at one point that I, in order for me to really grow to where you are today, and perhaps even back then you had no idea that you'd be as huge as you are today, but was it hard to dive into the pool head first and say, I'm going for it. I'm leaving head high tech behind. This is where I'm going. How did you know that it was okay to let go of the, the railing and just swim towards the hosting in the broadcast world and leaving the high tech world behind? Dr. James, that's such a good question because I didn't know. But if those people who follow God's word, if they know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, I didn't see anything to say that, yes, you're going to be great, you're going to do well, you're going to learn how to do that. I just knew that this was the next step for me. And like I said, I wasn't unhappy where I was because I enjoyed technology. Uh, Voice technology had just come into the arena of technology, and I was learning new things. I was traveling with my company. My company was uh, located in uh, the headquarters was in Lowell, Massachusetts. Love Massachusetts. So I was going back and forth between Texas and Massachusetts. I had all the things to keep me anchored to what I was doing. But see, when God calls you, that voice is different than any other voice. You you know God's voice. And I knew that God had called me. But before I actually uh, agreed to take the position, she asked me like that Monday. I asked her, I said, well, that sounds like good, you know. I said, can I get back with you? She said, sure. She said, I know you're going to say, yeah, because this is your your destiny and all of that kind of stuff, all those good things. I spent that entire week praying, praying out loud. I was already working at home. And so I was walking the, the, the halls of my house. I was praying. I was saying, kind of like your, those older people, like your grandparents and stuff. That's the kind of prayer I was doing. I was saying, God, you know, when I tell my husband, his name is James, you know, when I tell him if I want to leave my jobs, I, I, he's going to faint. He's, he's just not going to understand because he's going to say, what's on the horizon? What do you see? Because my salary was, you know, half of our income. Simple as that. I said, God, there's going to be naysayers. God, you got to help me. You got to show me. You got to tell me something that this is the right step. So you're right, Dr. James. There was all the intrepidation that everybody goes through, you know, going from one job to the next or getting fired and trying to find a new job. All of that kind of intrepidation was there. But somewhere during that week, I don't remember what day, I don't remember what time, so I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning up my house. My passion is cleaning. I love cleaning. I love cleaning up. And so I'm just cleaning up. I'm cleaning up my, my kids' bathroom. We have four kids. I was cleaning up my kids' bathroom, going in and out of their room. And I remember coming out of my two youngest sons' room into my daughter's room. And before I got to that room, God said, just like I'm talking to you, Dr. James, this is a verbatim, glorify me. I knew exactly what he meant. But me, see, I kind of was like uh, Jacob, you know. I, I, I said, well, if you get the guest, I can, I can do this. <laughs> that was the only thing I got was glorify me. I didn't get anything else, nothing. But I knew it was God. I knew I was going to go for it. And I knew I would be in the right place at the right time. 
God has not missed a beat. Now, I can't say Valder has not missed a beat because my job is simply to glorify God, for people to hear my voice, to hear the words that I say, the guests that I bring on like you and Jack Canfield and all these other illuminary voices of our time. That is simply my job. But see, God brought Dr. James to my show because you had no idea I existed. And he has not missed a beat. He has brought guests that I had would never. Neil Donald Wallace from the Conversations with God. Uh, Miguel Ruiz, Conversations, uh, Conversations, yeah, what did he do? Uh, the Four uh, Agreements. Uh, the four, four Agreements, yes. The Four mm-hmm. Agreements. All of these people have been through my show to enlighten, to inspire, to educate the listening public. Because God is in charge of guests. My job is simply to glorify, glorify God. I love, and I want our listeners to, you know, I love listening to inspiring people talk. I got to tell you, that's how I learn is I I believe that we all are teachers and students back and forth all day long. And it's a beautiful rhythm. It's a lovely waltz or dance. And so as you were talking, there were just a few things that just popped in my heart. And, and it was that you followed uh, you followed your heart. You you were in the midst of doing something that you loved. You loved to clean. And that's not missed on me because I know that everything is energy. Everything is energy, right? I have the fortunate um, background of being raised in a Pentecostal church and also at the same time being raised in, in a new thought church simultaneously. I went to church all day on Saturday and all day on Sunday. And that was just my life. And uh, when we talk about, when you, when you said you were doing something, you were engaged in an activity that you love cleaning. And so your energy is high. You're engaged in that. And that's when you were so aligned with your vibrating at the same wave of, of, uh, less of magic or, uh, miracles is the word I'm looking for. And so you could hear the word of God and, I can't say that I've heard the word of God a lot in my life, but I know that for me, it is like these um, feelings that I may get just real strong inside of me. And it's always connected when I'm in this space, I'm in the zone, I, I call it like in the flow of life. And it's usually doing something that I like and I love helping people. So I, I get charged from that. So you're cleaning, you're doing something that you love. You got that vibrational energy on your side, right? And then you hear from God says, glorify me, glorify me. And then of course, and I want our listeners to get this. We, the flesh does what it does. The ego does what it does. It wants to negotiate. So yeah, you know, I can glorify you. I can, but I got this fear. I'd like to meet Jacob. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I can, I can do this. I can, but Right. Because that's the flesh. Right. And the flesh is saying, I'm, I'm going to need some ser- sec- uh, securities. I'm going to need some sureties in this relationship. I'm scared. Right. Just the same thing a little child would do. I'll, I'll go do it, mommy. But right. So that part of us, in it, which is just innate part of us. But I love how you went forth and you obeyed anyway. But there's something else that you said, Balder. You said that. You liked the job that you're in. And I want to spend a moment there for our listeners. I don't know where you are and what your next step in your next journey will be. But what I will tell you is this, is that if you will allow wherever you are right now, 
whatever it is, whether it's whether the Lord is moving you from this relationship to another relationship, from this town to another town, from this house to another house, from this job to another job or another venture. If you will find some gratitude for the place that you're in right now, it will change the level of the transition. If you will find an, and it may just be a horrible situation, but I really want to encourage you because what I'm hearing in Valder's story is what I know to be a universal truth, as my mom would say, is that when you can find something to be grateful for, the universe, God will give you more things to be grateful for. So you were in this job in high tech, and you, you, said you liked it. You were in a good space. You had some high, good energy going on there. You were, and so in other words, you were moving towards something, not running away from something. Very true. And, and I believe um, that that it has got to be part of the energy of your success because we got to talk. I, I keep saying your success, but I want you to tell our, our listeners all that you do, because it's impossible for me to say it. I was watching your celebrity interviews. I'm just captivated. I'm like, I know her. I know her. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> well, I, well, I do one thing. I do the Founder BB Show. But the Founder BB Show has multiple facets. And that's what I market, the Founder BB Show. But I have the Founder BB Show, that celebrity interview. That is my primary show that I do, talking to luminaries like you and Tyler Perry and uh, I mentioned Jack Canfield and Patti LaBelle. The list is so long, a lot of the people I've even forgotten. Uh, Carol Channing just passed away recently. I've interviewed Carol Channing. You know how big she was in her life yes. on this planet. These yes. people have graced my show because you got to keep in mind that story I told you. God said I asked him to get the guest. And he does, because I'm smart. I know God knows everybody. And so he will find you guys all over the planet to come and speak to the audience. But the success that I have is the Valder Beebe show based on that celebrity interview, based on God Talk, and based on the Food IQ Girls, why I help people up their Food IQ so that they can have the life that they want to have. Oh, so it's all gosh. based in media. It's all based in media, but my show is broadcast on FM radio. It's streamed on streaming television. It's I'm on uh, Amazon Fire Stick. You can find me there. I have a syndicated column, and it's all based on one thing. I don't muddy up my brand. It's all based on the Valder BB show. Yes, yes, and I love that your brand is strong I will say that but I strong but for me maybe because I've been on your show a few times and it's just your voice your the way you speak is so comforting it's almost like a person that I you know may have known my whole life I feel like oh we're just talking, I'm talking to Balder today but when but when I go on and I research and I read about you and I look at all that you're doing I'm like this you're an icon, really, and um, all that you have done, your brand is pure. I, I love the content. I love the nature. There is, it's not always uh, 
uh, overtly spiritual, but the undertone of what you do definitely is there. And the way that you seek to bring light into this world with the interviews that you have and the people that you have, just amazing groups of people. So you go, you get here all because you ask God to bring the guest God to yeah. bring the guests. And I, I want to, I know we're, we're getting ready to head into a break, but I want to spend some time there because the word of God says you have not because you ask not. And even when you do ask, you know, you don't come correct. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but we know sometimes we ask and we have that asking in the back of our throat, like, I know you're not going to do it. Or I know if you do it, it's going to be hard for me. Or, you know, we have all of this flesh talking to us, but you are a testament. You said, you know, I'll do it. But then you ask God, I said, God, you're going to bring these guests and look at the guests that he's brought you. I can tell you, I traveled all the way to Atlanta one year just to meet <laughs> Tyler Perry to have a conversation. I never had that conversation, but because, you know, but it's like, I just need to talk to him and have this conversation. And, you know, and here the Lord is bringing these people into your space because you were passionate about what you were doing. You were moving towards something instead of moving away from something. And you lean on God for your supply. So we'll come back. I think we're getting ready to go to break. And we'll come back after this break. And we'll talk about this asking God. I'd love to. Thank you, Dr. James. Thank you. Well, maybe a few minutes, a few minutes early. I thought we were, <laughs> thought we were heading in. Usually I'm the kind of person who's running it right, right to the second. And I'm like, okay, I'm in the middle of a thought. And now, now we're going to commercial. But I guess I'm a little, I'm a little bit early today. So maybe we'll just start and we'll pick it up after um, the break too. Okay. Well, but, let me uh, give you just a, um, I have to keep a list. So many people have been on my show. Uh, I've been doing this for quite a while and it starts to run. Let me just give you a list of some of the people that God has called upon to be on the Valder Beebe show. Mary Higgins Clark, she's one of the most, she was one of the most prolific writers. She just passed away last month. She, oh, I know her work. Was, yeah, she, every book she wrote was a bestseller. That's um, right. <laughs> Stacey Abrams, she ran for governor. Mm-hmm. Marianne Williamson, she ran for oh. president. Yes. Dr. Phil McGraw, you guys know him as Dr. Phil. Mm. Uh, Art Smith, when he was Oprah's chef at the time. Sandra Brown, she's another prolific writer. Uh, Jack Kenfield, you know, he created Chicken Soup for the Soul. Neil Donald Walsh, one of my favorite, favorite conversations with God. Gary Zukov, uh, Stormy Oral Mountain, she writes uh, spiritual books. TN she does. Power, power of a Praying Wife. I love her work. Uh, that's how I met her, that first book. The twins, T and Tamara, they're on TV. Now they're all grown up with their families. Uh, Terry McMillan, she wrote uh, uh, Waiting Next. Waiting to Exhale. a dollar short. Yes. Uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Uh, there was a chef in New Orleans. His name was John Besh, and he was a really big chef. Now I now I hear the music, and that All and that's right. perfect. We're gonna come back and talk about how we ask God. So right after this break, we'll be back with Balder Beebe on the Everyday Peace Show. Glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and we are so fortunate today to have Balder Beebe with us. She is a host icon of all media brands. She's on TV streaming. She's on the radio. You've heard some of the guests that she's had on her show, and, you know, they're so many guests. I can tell you the ones that speak to my heart, Terry McMillan. I remember when I read her book, when I think I was in my freshman year of college uh, called Mama. I read all her books since then, but uh, Mary Higgins, I think I've read just about not all of her books. She's written a lot of books. I've written a lot of stuff by her. And then of course, you know, you had Tyler Perry. So that's it. In my in my eyes, you've made it. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure those guests and other guests will say that they contribute a little bit to me making it. But you said yeah. something really important during the break, and I love what you said. And it comes from the Book of Isaiah, chapter sixty-five, verse twenty-four. Before they call, I will answer, and while they are still speaking, I will hear. <sighs> That's how those people came to the Valder BB show. I want to let the listening audience know that there's no secret. Uh, there's this movie called The Secret. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Because they were telling you what they were saying, really, there is no secret. The secret was based off of Matthew 7, 7, 11. Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open for you. For everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who seeks, finds. Now, I know, and some people are probably going like, no, that's, that's not true. That's not true because I've asked for a lot of things. That's between you and God. I can't tell you why you haven't gotten everything, but I just know in my life most of the things I asked for I didn't need or they were going to be harmful or detrimental to me. But I've gotten all the things that I've needed. I've gotten good health. I've gotten a way to make a living. I've gotten good friends. I've gotten fresh air. The things that I needed, God has always provided. So, Drayvon, you are correct. Before we, we before we call, God will answer us. Yes, and you know, and you so, oh that that phrase, you guys, comforts me so very much. If you remember my story, know any of my story, you know that I have been homeless not once, but several times in my life. And and I've had a bit of an interesting, a.k.a. traumatic uh, experiences in my life. And the thing that would always um, comfort me is that even in the midst of all that, you see, God is so phenomenal that he's always making plans for your good. And I know my plans are to prosper you, right? And not to harm you. And so through all that, people are always amazed when I say that my mom had us in church on Saturdays and Sundays. And uh, oftentimes after that, we'd just be kind of wandering around, but we'd find our way to church on Saturdays and Sundays. And that would comfort me to go back to that memory uh, and we're going to talk about my Easter experience and your Easter experience in COVID-19 because there's something significant there, too. But uh, so when I find myself in situations today in 2020, I remember that just as Valder said that how the Lord was preparing her to be able to do that show long before she did that show. Right. And so. 
during the break, I was saying that, you know, I, I work and I work full time in a very busy hospital. I run a hospital pharmacy and I do this show and this show is I'm passionate about this show. But sometimes I get in that rush hour traffic and I say, I am not going to make it. And in that moment with so much calm, when I find my, my flesh starting to act up on me like that, I will say, God, you know what time my show starts and you know what I need to have, you know, just, I need a two seconds to breathe and, and get there. And I have been doing this show for a while. I've enjoyed every moment of it. I have had great fabulous guests just like yourself because I asked God for them and I've never missed a show because when I ask, I ask not from a place of ego, not from a place of begging, but from a place of knowing that I serve God of the universe and that there's nothing too hard for God and one that I am so valuable to God. So if there were by chance something happened and I didn't make it, that God has covered that already. He knew that day is not a surprise to God. COVID-19 is not a surprise to God, right? He has made provisions for us even in this, right? So I, I love this, um, how when you talk about asking God, because I think a lot of times things become sort of cliche to us. We just feel like, oh, well, you know, I turn the faucet and water's supposed to come on. I, I joke with my kids about that all the time. I have a 20-year-old and a 17-year-old, and they talk about, oh, mom, you just want us to be perfect. I said, no, I don't want you to be perfect. I just want you to be appreciative. For 20 years, you hit that light switch, and for 20 years, that light, a light has come on. Not so true in everyone's life. It definitely wasn't true in my life. And so but God makes provisions that we sometimes take for granted. And we think, well, I can ask because I'm like a teenager. I'm asking, but I'm sort of complaining at the same time. I don't know if you guys have had that situation involved. You say you have four kids. I sort of have that in my life. They'll ask me something, but the tone is sort of like complaining at the same time. Only a teenager could do that. It's a skill set. But we as adults, when we approach God, I think we really need to be in a place where we ask with our full heart of expectancy, knowing that he loves us and knowing that whatever the result is, it is the giving of someone who loves you and knows the future. How amazing is that? Right? How amazing is it to ask and and believe? It, it, it's a, just an incredible thing. The, the more you believe in God, the more you rely on God, you'll understand Luke 1 and 37, which, which says, With God, all things are possible to those who believe. And when your situation is impossible, I heard you say you were homeless several times. You know, um, that's an impossible situation. But if you believe... Look at your end result. You're now ministering to other people. That belief is the core of faith. Faith is simply about knowing and believing. And when you don't believe, just keep telling yourself. Just be your own cheerleader. God, I keep asking. I just keep asking because I know you believe. I know that I'm valuable to you. I know that I'm loved by you. Right now, I can't think of anything but you. Talk yourself into believing. Most of the time, people talk themselves out of believing. Well, I know it won't happen, and and, and it won't happen soon enough, whatever people say to themselves. So they talk themselves out of believing. Yes, and you mentioned earlier 
the power of words, right? The power of life and death is in the tongue, right? So you can use your words to bless your life or you can use your words to curse your life. That's right. right. And we are just, we, I'm having a good time today on this interview with you because we're, we, we, we've just come we're the Monday after Easter Resurrection Sunday. And I think there's no mistake that you're here and we're talking about affirmations and we're talking about being in a place of receiving, even during these times of uncertainty, even with COVID-19. And uh, it was the first Easter and let's see, I remember not going to church on the Easter one year when I wasn't feeling well, and that was the kids were really small, but it's been years that I was home, you know, for Easter. And I got to say, I would love to hear about your experience being at home for Easter. But for me, I want to say this, it was probably the best Easter of my life. And I'll tell you guys about that in just a second. How was it for you, Valder? What, what did, what did the, the resurrection period bring for you during the time? of being home, of being quarantined. How was that experience? God had already prepared me for that because when the COVID-19 first hit in Dallas, hadn't gone under the stay-at-home order, order, but I knew it was coming. For two days, I was kind of paralyzed because I do news on my station that I'm connected with. I'm the news director also. So I have to be informed what the news is. So I I get a nonstop source of news sometimes. So for two days, I was like kind of paralyzed. I was really afraid. On that third day, I'm still trying to be paralyzed. And God put in my heart, said, read Ephesians 6 and 12, which I know very well. Put on the full armor of God. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I read that, that melted away all the intrepidation that I had. Then one more thing God blessed me with, he said, every Sunday school class you've ever attended, every church service you have sat through, every church meeting that you have attended, every play, everything has prepared you for this day and this time. That was the end of the conversation. You yes, pretty much I, did. I gave you everything that you need. Oh, you need to remember. I and my you. mind went back over, just kind of like a movie. I went back over church. I went back over Sunday school. Just real, real fast, I could see myself through all of what I had been told. And from that point over, with Ephesians 6 and 12, I'm ready for the war. This is a war. This is a war. And I think Joe Biden alluded to that just a little bit when he said in one of his campaign speeches, this is a war for the soul of America. This is a war for the soul of this planet. This is war Mm. way bigger than that. And I see the war raging. And I know that God will win. Simple as that. I know that. And I'm on the side. I'm on the winning side. I am on God's side. So when Easter came around, I had already been prepared. And when I mean prepared, I had stopped going to church about a month before any kind of stay-at-home order came in place. I have a very close working relationship with my female pastor. I sent her a text one day, probably way in February, and I told her, until there is a resolution to the global pandemic, I will not be attending church but I will have church because I am the church. 
And I think, I think maybe, and I, I'm just speaking, I think she thought it was a little snooty of me to say that. <laughs> Within two weeks, my city went on stay at home. My spirit, I, if I could tell your audience to listen to your spirit, clean up your act so you can hear your spirit. Your instructions are there. This is your GPS, your God-prospering system within you. You don't need anything outside of you. Church is good. I'll go back to church, and I've gone to church all my life, Dr. James, and I don't want people to think I'm taking this late, uh, you know, real lazy, and I don't want people to think, oh, she never went to church. I've gone to church all my life. I'm a church girl. I love church. But when the time came for me to be put, I have not missed a beat. I have church at home, and on Easter, I had an Easter service. I created an altar in my home with my Bible and pictures of my ancestors. Because those people brought me to this day and this time, and I have been to church enough to know all the elements of church. Last Sunday, I had Communion Sunday at my home. This Sunday, I had Easter Sunday. And if I'm still at home, I won't have church at home. I am the church. Each and every person listening to our voice, Dr. James, Jesus, when he told Peter, I will build my church upon you, Peter, you are my rock. He was saying, you are the church. My church building, I love my church. It's a beautiful church, huge church. But I am the church. Absolutely. The church goes wherever I go. And that's the that's the takeaway from this is that we are the church, each and every one of us. And I want to go to, we have a caller who's been patiently waiting, so I'm going to come, click him on the air. Hello, oh, you're great. on the air. Oh, hello, hello, hello. This is a... Um, Awesome, awesome show. And I didn't have so much of a question, but as a, um, a a comment or a statement that I got from this, and what I got from this is that in order to be, um, I guess, to experience what God has next for you, you have to have the proper relationship with God. And so I'm hearing that from both of you, and it's just very inspiring in my life um, to, to have the proper relationship with God so I can hear God, because if I don't have the proper relationship, I think I'm hearing God, but I may be hearing something else that's a lot worse. So I just, you two ladies are just inspiring. Um, just love listening to you. You two are just doing great things um, with your shows. And, you know, you have her on your show. She was on your show. You two are just moving and shaking. And I know it's because you've been listening to God and your relationship with God is proper. So, again, I didn't have a question because what I wanted to ask, she'd already answered it. So I just wanted to say, just wonderful. You two ladies are wonderful, awesome. You should do a show together, go on tour, something like that, because you two are just doing great things. Oh, thank you. And thank you for being a regular listener. I really appreciate you. And more than a listener, for calling in and, and expressing um, those warm sentiments. It's, it's highly appreciated. You're welcome. Thank Enjoy you. your day. And I, and I want to just take a moment, because I think he made a very good point about um a relationship. It is so very, that's what the, the word of God calls us to is to be in relationship with him, to have fellowship with him, to know him. He says, my sheep know my name, know, know my voice. Right. And you said something earlier and it's, this is sort of like having a conversation with somebody I've known my whole life. And because I think we share this strong uh, belief in faith and I am a person who I, you know, no matter where I go, I've, I've had a foundation in my life knowing that 
inside of me. I am the church. I'm the, I am the church. You are the church. And we have an obligation to know the word for ourselves. So therefore, wherever we go, wherever we go, we make that place holy ground. And we have the opportunity to speak those things that, you know, as though it should be in that space. And I wanted to just say something about um, this Easter. I had an opportunity to talk to lots of people, people who were really upset about not being able to go into a place of worship. And I'm so glad you brought up that about being in the church and, and holding that space for yourself and your loved ones. And it really makes a difference for our country and the world at large when we're, we're able to do that. But I had, I said I had the best Easter ever. And that is because I was in this space of worshiping and just, uh, just spirit filled gratitude, if you will, in prayer. And for two weeks, I've been having these strong memories of being in this Pentecostal church of which my great uncle was the pastor of. And it was just the best experience going back and listening to those old um, gospel songs. Thank goodness for YouTube where you can find everything, <laughs> but listening to, to those old gospel songs and just thinking about, you know, my mom, who I'm very blessed to still have here, uh, you know, but my grandmother, um, who's gone on uh, to be with the Lord, but those experiences and uh, just being in that place of remembering, you talked about the ancestors who held a place for us, to, for us to be here. And we do a lot of this so frequently with our words. People remember how we make them feel with our words. And we're going to just spend a, our last bit of time maybe talking about you have some uh, book products. And I want to just talk about what you're doing with, with um, affirmations and encouraging people. Tell us you know, what's going on in that part of your journey. Well, because people, what do I want to say? They, they gravitate towards words. You know, I love you. People, if you, you know, they're in a relationship, I love you. They gravitate towards those words. Words have power. Once again, words can heal and words can kill also, too. I created a CV, CD called uh, Abundance. And if people want to go online, you can find it at mywakeupcalls.net. It's sold by another company. Um, I gave them the rights to sell it. And it's just a uplifting CD of words to inspire you. It's based on a lot of stories from the Bible, from David to Nehemiah to Jacob to Moses, to show you that they took those words and they took them to heart and they utilized them to become these people that we're talking about 2,000 years later. Words have power. So corral your words, say good words, use good words. And also to my other CD, it's called God's Message of Ho Messages of Hope. It's filled with words that will make you feel inspired, feel educated, feel loved, feel abundant. And you'll take that out into the world. And the young man that called in on the phone, he's right. Sometimes you, you just don't know how to say the right words. And you need to hear the right words. These CDs that I created will hopefully give you the right words to say and, and be inspired. And don't be disheartened. He said, uh, he said about relationship with God, and I think he's so right to be in right relationship so you can determine what voice is speaking to you. You just have to be persistent. 
you have to be persistent. You have to stay in there. God is worth it. He is worth it so much. Because usually to have a good relationship with God, you have to be pulled out of the world. But once you make that 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 switch and that change, you will know the voice of God. You will know it. You will be able to identify it. Like it says, my sheep will know my voice. Dr. Yes. James? Absolutely. And I love this, you know, the abundance, God's message for hope. And I want to encourage our listeners too to have what I used to call my arsenal of words, right? Because I am a person who believes so strongly in the power of words, uh, so much so that when I wrote my first book, Freedom is Your Birthright, I talked about for a long time when I got on this pathway of really watching my words, it was hard for me to have conversations with people because I really, I was determined that every conversation that came out of my mouth was going to glorify God. It was going to speak to where I was going and my purpose and my passion. And I wasn't even going to complain about the weather. And I'm not a big lover of cold weather or snow. So in the wintertime, I just had to really be quiet. (laughs) But but I wanted to say that whatever you're putting in your spirit, those things, whatever you put in your mind, whatever you put in your ears, let's just make it really basic. Whatever you listen to, that's eventually going to settle somewhere inside of you. And it's eventually going to come out of your mouth. And so it's so incredible. I I listen to a lot of this uh, positive abundance talk and affirmations. I'll put it on and just let it play before I go to sleep. And so that is in my somewhere landing in me. Another good thing I would encourage people to do is to get um, some ready words that you may have, you know, when when conversations get to be a bit negative. And one of which I absolutely use people who know me. Well, no, I say this all the time. Hmm, that's interesting. Right. So that's kind of gives you a moment before you slide into a conversation, meaning using your tongue to move your life in a direction that you don't want to go in. Right. So I, I think that gives I've got one more antidote for them too. What's that? To stay in a positive mode and to use positive words, change your diet. I know people <coughs> say they're not even connected. They are. Good food will make you. If you eat a good meal, what do you say? Oh, that was so good. I loved it. I enjoyed. It was so delicious. Listen at all the adjectives you use if you eat a good meal. If you change your diet and eat good food, you will start to, once again, say positive things, use positive words, and it really, really works. Oh, I bet it does. I because we're look, this we're all one circle, believe it or not. Everything that we do is connected to the next thing that we do. And everything that we do influences the next person, right? So if you can't do these good things for yourself, do them for the good people that you love, right? Do these things. Right. And I believe so much in and what you put in this body, what you put in this body does determine the quality of your life. You know, uh, uh, years ago, my brother, well, gosh, we were were young, we were in college, and, you know, he went through that phase where he was uh, building, you know, bodybuilding, and he used to tell me all the time, I eat for caloric intake, not for taste, which meant that he he had this bland diet that was void of sugar, he took all this other stuff, I'm like, oh, this doesn't taste good, because I don't eat for taste, I eat for (laughs) caloric intake in doing that phase, but now, at this season of my life, I often say, too, I eat so that I can fuel this machine that I'm blessed to move in, right? And uh-huh. sugar doesn't do it. Sugar gives you that spike and then brings, drops you down and it just whips you up, you know, like a little whipping board. So you really got to take control of your diet, 
if you want to have control over the quality of your day. Right? Just because it tastes good doesn't mean it's good for us, doesn't mean it's doing a good thing for us. But we're, we got about three minutes or so. And I would love to talk about how people can, if you're not connected to the Valderbibi programming and you're missing out on so much wonderful things, you know, the food IQ, where she really goes into that and bringing really wonderful guests on there. If you're missing these celebrity interviews, if you're into celebrity interviews and you're into getting to know more about these people, influencers, this is a way to do it in such a positive way. And just all the other things that you have going on, how can people catch Catch your catch your programming. Um, I know you're live and you're in Texas, but let our listeners know how they can catch up with you. I'm broadcast all over the United States, but I'm on different stations at different time, and that that station playlist would be so long. What I suggest is people go and I really suggest go to my YouTube channel, and that would okay. be YouTube.com/slash/ValderBBShow.com. ValderBBShow. Or they can go directly to my my channel is valderbbshow.com. Or they can come to my Facebook, which is valderbbshow. They can find me. Just Google me. That's what I usually tell people. Just Google valderbbshow, and I'll come up in all the matrix of ways that I am available: radio, TV, online, print. You can find me all of those places, and I would love for you to connect because I do believe my message and Dr. Jane's messages are just so similar, different life paths, but we we have the same purpose. We want the best for the people listening to us because we've walked the path. Yeah. I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. If someone already knows, why why create it for yourself? See how they're driving the car. And we have walked the path and find out how you can walk it in a brighter and a more harmonious way. Dr. James, you are doing a fabulous job. I want to thank you so very much for who you are and what you do. And I want to tell people, and my spirit keeps telling me, you got to tune in to the Food IQ Girls because I am helping people to change their life. There is no way you're going to come out of this pandemic the same way you were. And with that, we have, I hear our theme music coming on. I encourage you also visit the foodiq.com with with Balder Beebe. This is Everyday Peace, Dr. Drayvon James. I absolutely love you. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.